This is the Truth Podcast, where we question everything and no topic is off limits. I got it all covered. Discover the truths about topics you were never taught in school. Learn the uncomfortable and inconvenient truths about current events, geopolitics, culture, economics, and healthcare. You're now listening to the Truth Podcast. Question everything. And now your host, Richard. Happy Monday, everyone. It is your host, Richard, with the True Podcast Question Everything. It is Monday, October 14, 2019. We are in the middle of the fall season. Great, beautiful weather. I think October, if you ask me, is one of the best times of the year, at least here in Northern California. This week, we are going to touch on the topic of the Federal Reserve and the top 10 reasons why we need to end the Federal Reserve. As always, I would like to remind you that we have an official website, truthpodcast.net. And of course, for the new viewers out there, be sure to like and subscribe and place a review if you feel that the Truth Podcast is delivering content that you appreciate. And of course, with that, let's get into this week's podcast, the top 10 reasons why we need to end the Federal Reserve. Number one, the Federal Reserve has far too much power to control our economy. Our current Federal Reserve Chairman has the power to dramatically impact our economy at the drop of a hat. The central bank completely controls and determines the money supply. It is permitted to create as much money as it wants out of thin air with no restrictions. This is anti-ethical to the principles that America was founded on. Our founding fathers would be outraged that one centralized institution has unchecked and unprecedented power to control our economies and thus our lives. Number two, the Federal Reserve has significantly devalued our currency. The laws of supply and demand apply to money. The more dollars we have in circulation, the less the currency is worth. Our money supply has rapidly increased over the past century due to the Federal Reserve printing massive amounts of money like there's no tomorrow. This is what will almost inevitably happen when a quasi-governmental entity can simply print more money to its heart's content. Since the Federal Reserve came into existence in 1913, the dollar has lost over 95% of its value. Today's dollar is worth less than a nickel compared to pre-1913 dollar. Number three, the Federal Reserve hurts the poor and middle class the most. Our hard-earned money is essentially stolen through a hidden inflation tax. Inflation is the increase in the supply of money and credit. It is often wrongly defined as the general rise in the price of goods and services. But higher prices are actually a direct consequence of inflation, since increasing the money supply decreases the purchasing power of the dollar. Inflation hurts the poor most since they have less disposable income. Consumers with low disposable incomes will negatively impacted by higher prices for food and clothing. 4. The Federal Reserve is run by unelected and unaccountable bureaucrats. The Board of Governors at the Federal Reserve are not directly elected by the American people. This means that those who run the Federal Reserve are unaccountable to the people. The seven members of the board ultimately decide the price or purchasing power of our money. That kind of central planning would never exist in a true free market economy. Five, 
the Federal Reserve has made our economy less stable. The Federal Reserve has brought us endless boom and bust cycles. The U.S. economy was much more stable before the Federal Reserve came into existence. It bears significant responsibility for every financial crisis over the past century, including the Great Depression, the stagnation of the 1970s, and the recent 2008 economic meltdown. The Austrian business cycle theory explains why we see such wide fluctuations in our economy. The theory states that a false boom occurs when the Federal Reserve lowers interest rates below the market rate, which increases the supply of money. Artificially low credit costs sends out misleading economic signals to producers. They are inclined to respond by greatly expanding their production around the same time. In retrospect, these investment decisions called malinvestments are, are seen as a bad allocation of resources. Malinvestments will lead to wasted capital and economic losses. The expansion of credit cannot continue permanently, which means that inevitably, bus will allow a false boom created by the Federal Reserve. 6. The Federal Reserve is far too secretive. The central bank severely lacks transparency. Throughout its 100-year history, it has always operated under a veil of secrecy. The Federal Reserve has never been fully audited by any outside source. Our elected representatives in Congress have very little oversight over the central bank. It has continuously restricted any kind of congressional oversight, claiming that it would endanger its quote-unquote independence. A comprehensive audit of the Federal Reserve would not harm its so-called independence. It would only expose how the Federal Reserve has been manipulating our currency behind closed doors. And our Fed chairman surely doesn't want that to happen. Number 7. The Federal Reserve Benefits Special Interests The policies of the Federal Reserve hurt the average American. It benefits the privileged few at the expense of the rest of us. The Federal Reserve erodes most Americans' standards of living while enriching well-connected elites. The central bank serves big spending politicians, big bankers, and their friends. Special interests receive access to money and credit before the harmful inflationary effects impact the entire economy. This is why a high-powered lobbyist protect and defend the existence of the Federal Reserve. Number 8. The Federal Reserve is unconstitutional. The Constitution makes no mention of a central bank. While there has been historic debates on the constitutionality of a central bank, I see no justification for the argument that the Federal Reserve is constitutional. The federal government only has about 30 enumerated powers delegated to it in the Constitution. The power to create a central bank is not explicitly granted to the federal government in our founding document. Due to my strict interpretation of the Constitution, I find the Federal Reserve to clearly violate the Constitution. Number 9. The Federal Reserve routinely bails out big banks. The Federal Reserve acts as a lender of last resort. The Federal Reserve was ordered through a Freedom of Information Act request to release 28,000 pages of documents in March of 2011. The documents exposed that one of the largest recipients of the Federal Reserve's money was foreign banks during the 2008 economic meltdown. The top foreign banks that received money were the Brussels and Paris-based Dexia SA, the Dublin-based Depta Bank, the Bank of China, and Air Banking Corp. 
In July 2011, due to a provision under the misguided Dodd-Frank financial overhaul law, the Government Accountability Office, GAO, conducted a one-time, watered-down audit of the Federal Reserve. The GAO investigators were not allowed to view most of the Federal Reserve's monetary policy decisions, including discount window lending, open market operations, and details on its transactions with foreign governments and banks. This first-ever audit of the Federal Reserve revealed $16 trillion in secret bailouts to corporations and banks around the world in less than three years. These bailouts happened without a single vote taking place in any chamber of commerce. Number 10. The Federal Reserve Encourages Deficit Spending The Federal Reserve is largely responsible for the out-of-control spending by Congress. The federal government can only obtain money through taxation, printing, or borrowing. Printing money has become the Federal Reserve's preferred method. This is also the most destructive since the federal government is able to print money as needed to finance its drunken spending spree. It has become a never-ending cycle of spending money and printing more money. Voters can put pressure on their representatives to halt political unpopular tax hikes, and lenders could stop loaning money to the U.S. government. But it's fast and easy for the Federal Reserve to print more money at a whim. So there you have it. Those are my top 10 reasons why we need to get rid of the Fed. They have to understand, if the American people truly understood how the Federal Reserve System works and what it has done to us, they would be screaming for it to be abolished immediately. It is a system that was designed by international bankers for the benefit of international bankers. And it is systematically impoverishing the American people. The Federal Reserve System is the primary reason why our currency has declined in value by over 95% and our national debt is in value by has gotten more than 5,000 times larger over the last 100 years. The Federal Reserve creates our booms and our busts and they have done an absolute miserable job of managing our economy. But why do we need a bunch of unelected private banksters to manage our economy and print our money for us in the first place? Wouldn't our economy function more efficiently if we allowed the free market to set interest rates? I mean, according to Article 1, Section 8 of our Constitution, the U.S. Congress is the one that is supposed to have the authority to coin money and regulate value, and of course, fix the standard and weights and measures. So why is the Federal Reserve doing it? Sadly, this is the way it works all over the globe today. In fact, all 187 nations that belong to the IMF have a central bank. But the truth is that there are much better alternatives. We just need to get the people educated. So guys, those are my top 10 reasons on why we need to end the Federal Reserve. But I can guarantee you, you'll find plenty more reasons than the ones that I've mentioned in this podcast. I hope that you should like, share, and subscribe to the Truth Podcast if you haven't already. And of course, be sure to recommend this podcast to your friends and family. This is a really great way to get the word out and to make sure that, that people know the truth. Know the truth about our monetary policy and the Federal Reserve. I thank you for listening to the True Podcast this week. Be on the lookout for a very special off-the-cuff message later this week. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. 
Thanks so much for listening to the True Podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.